Welcome to the Gospel Minute, part of the teaching ministry of Praise Temple Apostolic Church. In this podcast, we explore various topics pertaining to the Kingdom of God with the ministers of Praise Temple. Today we will be hearing from Brother Nick Talsman. Thank you for joining us. Well, praise the Lord. It's uh, welcome to our uh, Praise Temple Apostolic Church podcast once again. My name is uh, Reverend Nick Talsman, and uh, I'm here to talk to you today just for a few moments on uh, on this subject, our spiritual gifts for the church of today. Um, there, There is a doctrine of uh, sensationist, sensationism, uh, cessationism, not sensationism, cessationism, uh, flowing through um, some of the churches uh, of today, and uh, th- that's where the question comes from. Uh, there, the uh, doctrine of cessationism is is uh, simply a doctrine that that some believers have that the spiritual gifts ended with the apostles' death; that Jesus had given them. The, uh, the ability and the power and the anointing to do these things, but the rest after they died, that the rest of it was out. And uh, we're going to start our opening text today uh, from 1 Corinthians chapter 12. And this is where the question posts. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Ignorant, ye know that ye were Gentiles, carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus accursed, and that no man can say Jesus is the Lord but by the Holy Ghost. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Now, we could go and, and we could read through the, the complete next two chapters on the spiritual gifts. But we all know and should know by now uh, that the, uh, the spiritual gifts um, are simply that, just the, the spiritual gifts. So uh, the word of wisdom, knowledge, uh, faith, the gifts of healing, working of miracles, prophecy, discerning of spirits, diverse, diverse kinds of tongues, and to the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one in the selfsame spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. For as there is one body, there are many members. We all work together. Um, just last Wednesday night, we had an awesome service, and, and the gifts were definitely in operation. Uh, and, you know, to debate a specific topic or, or to debate a, a specific question, it, you know, we, we, the word believe simply means in Daniel Webster's dictionary to hold as an opinion. But the word truth means an absolute that there is no no mistaking the truth. Uh, and so the Word of God, we all know, is infallible. It's incapable of error. So how then can we debate this question about spiritual gifts for the church today? We go to the Word of God, and we let the Word of God uh, tell us what we need to do uh, and, and how that we need to do it. Uh, Mark chapter 16 
uh, verses uh, 15 through 18 tells us, And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that, is, he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, but he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. Uh, this happened just right before the transfiguration of Jesus. Uh, so then after so then after the Lord had spoken unto them, he was received up into heaven and sat on the right hand of God. And they went forth, and they preached everywhere, and the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following. Amen. Well, as, as it told us in, in 1 Corinthians, uh, uh, the Apostle Paul was writing, uh, he was talking about these, these exact same things. These, they, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. Uh, the, what Jesus was telling them were about the spiritual gifts. Well, how do we know that he was talking about the spiritual gifts? Well, uh, there again, the Word always finds the answer always finds the answer. Uh, John chapter 16, verses 7 through 13. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the Comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth, for he speak not of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that he shall speak, and he will show you the things to come. There again, there, there, is, there is our proof. There's still uh, a different writer, but still the same words of Jesus. Uh, the Gospels, uh, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are, are what's called synoptic Gospels, and they kind of follow along the same lines. But John's Gospel is, is completely completely different being the being the brother of the, our Lord Jesus the, he just kind of had a different perspective a little deeper understanding a, a little greater vision of what of what Jesus said and did and so here we find ourselves Jesus is telling them I've, I've, I'm going to have to go but when the spirit is come when the Holy Ghost is poured out upon you he is going to bring to you the spirit of truth. And when the truth comes, it cannot be denied. And Jesus had already told us, Mark wrote about, about the Holy Ghost being poured out and about the things that were going to be done and accomplished uh, when the Holy Ghost has come. Uh, Luke chapter 24, verses 46 to 49. And he said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are witnesses of these things. And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until you be endued from power from on high. 
repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations. And he was going to send the promise. Here again, uh, the writer Luke is talking and making a reference to the, the words of Christ telling us that he is going to send the Comforter. The Comforter, the Holy Spirit, or the Holy Ghost. Uh, anytime that the, that the Bible tells us about the Spirit, it's in the large capital letter. That is the Spirit of God, which is the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And, you, and he's going to send that Spirit back to us. He is going to send that Spirit back to us. And we all know that um, in the book of Acts, that that come, that come to be fulfilled. And Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are afar off, even as the many as our Lord our God shall call. And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. We can tell uh, by, the, by the message that Peter stood and preached on the day of Pentecost. Uh, he preached uh, about them, about the Holy Ghost, but he also preached to them about repentance and baptism in Jesus' name. Why? Because uh, in the book of Luke, he told us, he told them that that's what they should do. He told John that that's what they should do, that he should go and preach, not just the message of salvation. The message of salvation is true. It is important. There is only one way to salvation, and that is repenting of your sins, being baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. There's no other plan of salvation given in the Word of God other than the the plan of salvation that Peter preached on the day of Pentecost, uh, you have to be you have to repent of your sins, turn away from your sin. You must be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the remission, washing away of those sins, and you must receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. That is the plan of salvation. These things come together. The Word of God didn't separate these things. Jesus talked to them about the spiritual gifts. They, when he poured out the Holy Ghost upon them, that the spiritual gifts were going to be in operation. But he also preached the same sentence in the same, in the same paragraph that he, was, that he was telling the disciples, teaching the disciples about the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, that they were to preach repentance and baptism that they all come together. There's no, there's no uh, skipping over one. There's no moving past one to gain the other. But they have to work together. And it tells us in Acts chapter 38 and 39 that he is calling. And, and the Lord shall, as many as the Lord our God shall call. And the Lord is still calling today. The children and and the children's children, the the generations and 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 the numbers that have passed, we still read the same word of God. And if we read the same word of God, and when I read it, and 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 He tells me that that promise is for me and to my children, that tells me that that doctrine did not stop with the disciples. Uh, if it died with the disciples, the disciples wouldn't have told everyone that was standing there. 
and and the, those that were standing there receiving the word of God gladly, it says, and were added to them about 3,000 souls. So the, the souls that were saved and their families that were along with them, they all heard the word of God. It was all given to the word of God. Now, now another key verse to this is in, is in verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in, pray- and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things in common. And they continued. It wasn't to stop then, but it was to continue. Uh, Luke chapter 1. Angel appeared to Mary and Joseph, and the angel spoke. The angel from God spoke in chap- in Luke chapter 1 and verse 33. And, he, and this is the promise of Jesus coming. When the angel spoke to uh, Mary and Joseph and told them, this, this promise is coming, and this, this, it's coming this way, and, and he, he read to them like this, and he said, he shall, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob, forever and of his kingdom there shall be no end how then can the then the sensationist doctrine try to prove to us that the power of the holy ghost and the works and the spiritual gifts that come along with it died with the apostles. The apostles preached the same thing Jesus preached. He preached power. He preached miracles, signs, and wonders. He preached repentance, baptism, and receiving the, the, Holy, Boat, the Holy Ghost. So, therefore, if the gifts are out of date, can we, can we assume in this sensationist doctrine, if the gifts are out of date, then should we also consider that salvation is also out of date? It all works together. So if we are to if we are to get rid of one doctrine, how can they stand on the remainder of it? Sensationists still preach salvation, baptism, but they throw out the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Word of God teaches us without question, without debate, that these all three come together. Words of Jesus, words of, words of the apostles, words of the disciples, the same words that, that we are continuing in today. I thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. I hope somebody learned something, gained a little something from it. God bless you. I love you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Gospel Minute. If you enjoyed this podcast, take a minute to leave us a review and subscribe to be notified when we post a new episode. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, Praise Temple Apostolic Church. If you would like to join us in service, we are located at 725 West Knoll Avenue, Madisonville, Kentucky. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6 p.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. God bless.